don't I, I don't think Jason saw it last time. Are you kidding me with that? That's awesome. Isn't it cute? Great. I, I love, love that. It. Sometimes I put effort into stuff, guys. Well, no, I feel like I'm going to have to put effort into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Even Footnotes, a nerdy book club where we talk about books by people who, I don't know, are nerds. This book isn't particularly nerdy. No, so, not really. And also, our the theme music is way too upbeat, mm-hmm. as always, because we always yeah. pick downer books. Why do we but, pick such depressing books all the time? I don't know. This month, which is actually October, because life got in the way and we oh, yeah. had to postpone a little bit, we read Jason's book, which was... In the Dream House by Carmen Maria Machado. Yes. So it's a it's a memoir. Mm-hmm. We have done, I want to say, almost entirely fiction so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is our first foray, which I appreciate. Like I like to read lots of different stuff, but this is definitely an intense book. So trigger warnings for emotional, physical abuse, gaslighting, anything else, guys? Graphic sexual content. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep, yep. Body image issues. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that yeah. he gets it. Yeah. Yeah, there's sure. a whole lot of mental health stuff. <laughs> there's it, a lot of know, mental health stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. This is a kind of a first, it seemed like kind of a first serious relationship sort of book. And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of us have a lot of insecurities in those kind of pivotal relationships in our 20s or whatever when we were first kind of away from home on our own space in a relationship yes and whether or not that relationship was abusive which the one portrayed in the book is i think that there is still a lot of worrying about oh this is you know I don't know if this is normal because like I've only known the people that I have lived in a house with and like not other people that I've lived with in Mm -hmm. a family type situation. So, right. Right. Well, a a brief overview of the book. Normally we'll we'll go into a a longer summary of the book, uh, but there really is no plot, so to say, in this one. What it is, is, as we've said, it's a memoir of of the author's time in an abusive relationship, most likely her first kind of real grown-up relationship. And in in the foreword, she talks about how she never came across a lot of books or studies or essays or whatever the case about abusive lesbian relationships. There just wasn't a lot of literature that he, that either had been written or that she had just been able to come across in her in her studies. I think she does say that there are studies about it between gay men, but oh, not right. in yes, lesbian but not not lesbian specifically. Yes, yeah. yes. Which is like just my master's mm-hmm. in marriage and family therapy. There is literature on on emotional, physical, intimate partner abuse between men that comes up way more frequently than it does about women. And she speaks of, of, of the the reasoning for that. Anything from the patriarchal view that two women certainly couldn't be abusive towards one another because it's always the man who is the abuser. And how do you have Mm -hmm. an abusive relationship with no man Two, you know, the, just the 
the history not being studied by the people who study this sort of thing. And so to, to address that, the book is set up as each vignette, as each instance, as each thought, as each chapter, whatever you want to call it, is set up like a different type of media. So as one story might be written as a fairy tale and, and she and her partner take on the role of the princess and the knight. One, one vignette, you know, might be talking about a, a, an uncomfortable dinner, but it's written as a sitcom. So there's, you know, there's quirky dialogue that goes back and forth. So each section is no more than a page or two long. And it's yeah. kind of written in a different pastiche, a different style. And part of the reasoning for that was, well, from a purely literary standpoint, to kind of make up for the lack of that literature, speaking of lesbian abusive relationships. I couldn't mm-hmm. find any horror books about this, so I wrote a pastiche myself. I couldn't find any X about this. But of course, the deeper underlying was just trying to process the feelings and emotions of of a, of a harrowing relationship. I think she also at some point mentions the fact that the disjointed nature of the text really kind of is part of her com- compartmentalizing the yes. abuse and like trying yes. to yeah. make the relationship okay in her mind, trying to hide the parts that were not healthy. Because of this, she ended up being very which is a very common tactic in abusive relationships where she's isolated from her family and friends Mm -hmm. and the people around her who see this know something's wrong, but she's not willing to accept that. And so, so she has these like little tiny, like, I, I, I mean, I feel like it's almost like processing these stories in different ways Mm -hmm. just to, Yeah, to be able to look at them in sometimes lighter ways and sometimes Mm -hmm. darker ways, and sometimes the the it shifts from first to third or to second person quite a bit to distance herself from the narrative, which I also always feel that second person is a little jarring. Well, Lana and I were talking about it beforehand, but it's just when the author tries to say that you're doing something always makes me go a little, ah, no, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> See, yeah. I always find second person much more, more emotionally gripping for me. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, because you have to empathize. You're forced to think yeah. about how you would do in that situation. Yeah, I know we had, a, a, Hmm. Did you guys like the book? I mean, I guess that's really the... I, I don't even know if like is the right word. Because would, it's such a... Yeah, it's such a... I would say I appreciated it because it was a perspective that you don't normally get to see, yeah. as she stated herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought it was valuable to learn through this. I didn't necessarily enjoy having to go through these things with her, but it was yeah, yeah. necessary to understand what she's going through. So, yeah. And I will say that, like, I don't feel like it's a a feel good book. It's no. obviously not. It's it's a hard book to get through. I again, same as Alana. I think it's a valuable piece of literature. I also feel like the style in which it's written is very good for what it is trying to 
get across. Mm-hmm. Right. The disjointed, the little two-page chapters, the it's almost like it breaks it down. So both it feels like a break from the text, like you can step back and take a break mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit, and also makes it kind of feel disjointed and like how her head was. Yeah. Like I felt like I felt like the breaks were sometimes just like, whew, I need I need a I break. Need I need back. to step back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I thought it did it was kind of a two purpose thing. And I thought that worked really well for the kind mm-hmm. of story she was trying to tell. Yeah. I thought I think I'm sorry, Alana, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Say, I think some of those 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 break points that you're saying weren't not just I need to step back, but also how she would shut herself off after a particularly yeah. difficult situation. A lot of the shortest sections follow the most harrowing incidents mm-hmm. because I think, you know, once you relive that memory, however you choose to frame it, you've, you've got, you, you have to distance yourself and, and sometimes all you're going to be able to get out is it rained two days later. And that's, that's all I can manage right now. You know? Yeah. 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 I also, I think that part of it, you often leave the scene on, I'm I'm thinking about a time when they're visiting, the partner is never mentioned by Carmen. She's never named, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah mm-hmm. sorry, named yeah. throughout the book. So the part, they go to visit the partner's parents who mm-hmm. obviously yeah. have a a similar dynamic in their relationship. The father seems to be somewhat abusive towards the partner's mother. Mm-hmm. And at some point partner like grabs Carmen's arm, like violently. And then at some point is like, comes back. But I don't feel like that happens immediately in the story. You come back to it later. So you've gone through some time and mm-hmm. then, and I feel like it is kind of true to the cycle of abuse where, you know, you've got some space again before you, deal with it and or they're like oh i'm sorry mm-hmm. like i don't want to be like my parents yeah, yeah you know hearts and flowers kind of time yeah yeah you know in a lot of ways it's 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 very textbook abusive relationship and and whether that i feel to some extent that was intentional you know because part of her goal is to show that all relationships can be abusive you know regardless of the of the of the sexuality and gender makeup but yeah, it does. It does feel very much like the beat, beat, beat. It's it's the abuse. It's the apology. It's the guilt. It's the abuse. It's the apology. You know, it, it very much does spin through that. This one is a weird one. This it doesn't have much of a through line. It mm-hmm. is just experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a shorter book for us to discuss. Right. It honestly wasn't a very long book, and the chapters were very succinct. Yeah, and it's a quick read if you can do it quickly yes yes exactly Put yourself through it and yeah, yeah. no no rick who normally joins us couldn't get through it because he couldn't he couldn't not because of the content but he just hated the yeah they, the way they it was were, the style were, the way it was written yeah. so much yeah 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 and and Nothing i can understand content, yeah. yeah i understand that because it is i feel like it's a very universal, I think that for somebody who has this, it doesn't have to, it's a universal picture of an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it has to necessarily be some, like a romantic partner 
relationship mm-hmm. to bring yes. stuff up for you. Yeah. It could be any sort of an abusive relationship. And so be careful and check trigger warnings and take breaks or avoid yeah. if needed. And I mean, we have like, I think we've all had to take breaks from books in the club for mm-hmm. one reason mm-hmm. or another life or because we started reading and something it was not not for us. <laughs> and so, and not every book is for every person. Right. Yeah. That's true. And there's, yeah, and that's not to, of course, we're not, you know, not, not judging Rick or anyone else who, who couldn't get through or who didn't want to. You don't have to read everything that people put in front of you. No. Uh, and I, I, I tried yeah. to read Oryx and Crick and guys, right. not for me. I read the first, like, I think it was the first page and I was like, I'm going through shit. This is not going to get off for me. And then I was like, I'm going to stop Because <laughs> I could already tell just from like the first page what what direction it was going to go mm-hmm. in. Yeah. It was just the tone and the... Uh. A horrible direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a feeling of freedom, though, when you finally realize that you don't have to finish every book you start. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's true. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's, 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 it's a lesson that takes some of us a long time to learn. But yeah, you don't have to... I storygraph now. Oh, okay. Uh, storygraph all my books, and I have one that's just been sitting at seventy five percent in my in my graph, and I'm like, I don't really feel the need to go back to this. <laughs> like, just I've, yeah, I've restarted books a bunch, thinking I need to read this because it's an important work. But I'm, yeah. I'm never actually going to read all of Infinite Jest. I can I can try every five years, but I'm never <laughs> going to read the whole damn thing. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah, mine mine was a much more. I think it was a YA fantasy that I was just well, like. Those are just hard to get through for other reasons. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're just like, I can't right now. I'm like, why? Why do I have to read this? <laughs> but this one is way more true to real life. The mm-hmm. the. And I think it has universal, anybody's relationship would do this. And I think that it's a a good picture of people not feeling like certain people in relationships can be the aggressors or the abusive partners. You also hear about that with uh, men who experience mm-hmm. intimate partner violence mm-hmm. from women, mm-hmm. yeah. that it is shameful and somehow then hard yeah. to bring up to people even though really anybody can be the victim of abuse yeah. and it doesn't, you know, doesn't reflect poorly on you as a person. It reflects mm-hmm. poorly on the abuser. I actually have a story about that. We had neighbors two doors down that when I was growing up and the woman was abusing the man, but it was mm-hmm. like, it was such like, even my mom said stuff like that. I was like, but he's getting He's like, she's physically attacking him and stuff like that. Like, and he's literally coming to our house to ask us if he can call the cop. Maybe we should think about ways we can help him <laughs> instead of being like, well, why can't you control this person? And blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's definitely, it's not about being a bigger person or a smaller mm-hmm. person or a this or a that. Yeah. It can be anything. And abusers will find the cracks. And I think that in this story, it also kind of, the the insecurities Carmen has in different ways are really taken advantage of through the gaslighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yes. to keep her with her abuser longer, even though right. it's clear in the book that for she's come to the point where she knows 
long before she's able to leave the relationship that the relationship is not healthy and she does need to get out. She had plans and she, you know, wants to do something about it, but it takes a long time. And that's also very true to life with lots of abusive relationships. I I felt like some, to some extent that was her also falling into that trap of, of lesbian relationships can't be abusive because she had, before she had dated men before, like um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and I think she she says she's still hooking up with guys occasionally after they broke up too. So she had been in male female relationships, and and to some extent, I felt very much like uh, she couldn't accept the, uh, the the truth of the situation too. It's like I'm this is different from from the the, the male female dynamic. This should be should not, be safer. It should be safer, exactly. Right, yes. safer is the, exactly the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I mean, I feel well, like... You gaslighting yourself to some extent for a little bit, too, yeah. especially towards the towards the beginning, yeah. I mean, yeah. I And I think in all bad relationships, we can all do that. Even yeah, if it's not absolutely. abusive, absolutely. we can be like, no, actually, it's just me. It's just me needing to get used to mm-hmm. this or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it was it's a tough book. Yeah. I think it's yeah. worth the time. Uh, I think it mm-hmm. is a well-written book. Yes, she teaches writing at some college. I can't. I can't think of the top of my head. Um, and this very much felt like the type of exercise a creative director would give. I didn't yeah. know that, but a creative yes. writing director. Yeah, would give it does. yeah, yeah. Think about a painful time in your childhood, but write it as a as a as a horror story. You know, it, it, that's it. Very much feels like probably something she was doing with her class, and I thought maybe I could turn this into a book. You know, about this. <laughs> Horrible period in my life, yeah. I mean, and awesome, actually. I mean, that's a great way to yeah, have strung yeah. it together. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. a really interesting, like, it is not, it feels like you're going through it and also not going through it. It gives mm-hmm. you distance and and puts you up close you at the same yeah. time. Yeah. It feels very much like it's happening in real time. Yeah. 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 And I, I think the, like, an- anecdotal structure of it, like, the way that it's, mm these little stories put together also feels like how you're reminded of trauma. Like it just comes back at you in like little bits and pieces and just kind of puts all together. Yeah. Yeah. The time it's not linear time at all. It's it's a little little bit from here. And what this made me think of this memory. And I was like, it's yeah, like peace exactly. in that sense, you know, one, one memory leads to another memory and bringing up another depressing book that we read at the uh, beginning (laughs) of the season. I think that also that structure of nonlinear can also give the appearance that maybe would look like she had more self-awareness than mm-hmm. she did at that time. Yeah. And so I I had kind of forgotten about that. The fact that we kept, we're talking about her now, we're talking about her then. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I attribute the awareness she had to it, but I'm not actually sure now thinking about it, if it's, more like hindsight's 2020 in those situations and if she's trying to make it that she had more awareness or more realization that this was really abusive earlier on than she did i don't know right i think if we went back and 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 looked the times where she was the most self-aware were probably in the third person and at the the times yeah where she was not was in the second person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. second person ones were rough. I was like yeah. pushing away 
that you well, can look at those, it. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely <laughs> emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically damaging parts of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that was very intentional too. You, you know, she wanted you to feel this as the same way she felt it. Yeah, even however many years removed she was from the, the situation. Yeah, this is this is definitely one of those books that you would that I, I would back when I taught college classes. You know, I could definitely see myself reading through this with with our first year students. You know, trying to get them an idea of of not just the the context, but the text itself. Yeah, it feels very much like a a book that that it was meant to be taught. In a class, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I did want to mention, even though we had to push this back, just if anybody is aware, so Carmen Maria Machado had just had a Kickstarter. It was successfully mm-hmm. kickstarted. Mm-hmm. It ended yesterday. Sorry that we cannot point you toward that, but I'm sure it will be available. It's a erotic horror film. Yeah, it's her and a couple of other horror writers yeah they're doing like a series of short sexy horror flicks yeah yeah that are lgbt that are lgbtq yeah yeah Yeah. so keep an eye on that project i'm sure there will be more available on it Mm -hmm. as it gets closer to being produced it would have been timely if we had gotten to talk about it before it (laughs) had done that but life life happens but uh, honestly like I would love to see more writing by Carmen that that maybe isn't quite so emotionally hard. She she mostly writes horror sci-fi short stories. (laughs) A lot of body horror stuff, a lot of, but her, her first, her first collection, (laughs) her body and other parties is amazing, but it's also so, so grotesque and rough to read but she she's got very much that that kind of clive barker-esque this is sexy but it's also effed up kind of style to her so it's good yeah, stuff okay it's, it's, so it's, it's not gonna be yeah. for me it's so fine. maybe not for you aaron <laughs> i have too bit of an imagination yeah but if you're a horror <laughs> fan her, her short story collections are really 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 well done but you can tell it they're you know especially after reading in the dream house it's from someone who suffered some trauma in their life, who, who's who's processing yeah. some things even still in her writing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like I I know, guys. This is a short one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're sorry that it's two weeks late. Yeah, <laughs> wherever it comes out. Any any final thoughts? I I don't want to say that I liked it, but I definitely it was a it was a it was a fulfilling read. It was a worthwhile. It's a read. worthwhile yeah. read. Yeah, it's yeah. A worthwhile. I, read. Yeah. I think it was very well done. It's mm-hmm. hard yeah. to mm-hmm. say that about mm-hmm. a book that takes so much out of you emotionally. Yeah, that you yeah. liked yeah. it. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I do the same thing with like you. Can, you can have. I don't know that I do it at four, four, five stars, but like maybe four and a half or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have a really emotional read and not really have enjoyed yeah. it, and that's not really the yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, also, if it's really useful tool. Like some people don't even realize they've experienced trauma and they might read something and realize they've experienced trauma after they read it. That's a fantastic point. Yeah. So like for people to recognize it and like to be able to relate and realize, Oh, this has happened to me or this is happening to me. Especially when the, the, yeah. Especially when the instance is set up, not just as, you know, a, a memory being recollected, but 
also when the framework, you know, that adds another layer of distance as a, as a yeah. it's just, you know, oh my gosh, this section about verbal abuse as a, a space opera, you know, speaks to me now. I understand, you know, I see the parallels now mm-hmm. you know, that I didn't yeah. see because I, I was too close to it before, you know, yeah. I also think that the concept of gaslighting is so much a part of our cultural lexicon now. We, I mean, we're referring to a film is where that comes from, but not everybody a has watched Gaslight from it's whenever great. that was. But also, yeah, it, it's possible that you don't know it until you are faced with like mm-hmm. literally seeing somebody basically telling you that what you experienced is not what you experienced and that you are the wrong one, that you are the one whose memory is faulty. I think that we just say it so much now. It's kind of like, you know, like some celebrities are like, this is my boundary. I'm not calling on names, but like they use the therapist speak because they want to sound good. It's co-opting it for, other things and so that sometimes the meaning gets lost in yeah this. yeah yeah she even has a section i'm looking for it now i'm, I'm not finding it, where she talks about gaslighting about a yeah. gaslight the movie and how the the film version that everybody knows was actually a remake of an earlier film from like 20 years before that the studio that did the remake like burned all the existing copies of the original movie like they erased yeah. it from 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 history i had forgotten about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they gaslit the audience who felt oh yeah. I, I feel like I've seen this before no you've never seen no this no never no it's not a movie not, not a real thing you've never seen this before yeah. yeah Jason you have a copy of our book for next month you want to introduce it this is a Rick pick it's the Prey of Gods by Nikki Drayden Nikki Drayden thank you it is an Afrofuturist sci-fi robots and and it's it's there's a lot going on it's I'm it's really hoping that this one is not quite as traumatic as our last few reads no it's a ya novel so it's oh. not, not that that oh, means yeah. less okay. traumatic but it tend, they tend to be i've been reading I, i'm a couple chapters into it and it's a lot of fun so far it's just like a yeah like a good I've also a couple <laughs> uh sci-fi schlocky kind of thing it's fun it's campy yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna wait a little longer in the month because i tend to read them very early and then i have forgotten Forget them. about them yeah. but <laughs> also yeah. you know for the other patrick rothfuss stands out here in four days we get the new novella jason is shaking his head at me because I don't want a new novella. I'm shaking it. my head at Patrick Rothfuss is who I'm shaking my head at. <laughs> he doesn't owe you anything, Jason. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he, he owes me the third stupid book. No, he doesn't. He, doesn't. May, he owes you may, a chapter of the book. Maybe not as much as as, as uh, what's-his-face owes, owes us the last Martin? stupid... Yeah, George R.R. R. Martin he, owes us the last yeah, stupid... Yeah, I, I don't care. You know, at this point, I just I, want the guy to die so that Brian Sanderson can finish the series. Like Brandon with, Sanderson or Brandon will Sanderson, finish like he did with Robert Jordan. The, yeah, yeah, he's gonna finish all it all. Yeah, just let him finish all the series. I never watched or read either. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I watched the show. I tried to read the book. It's you not tried to my read thing. the Wheel of Time series. No, yeah, oh, oh, I, the, tried oh, to, oh, I tried to. I tried to throw the Wheel of Time. I yeah. got to book eight and was like, nah. That's about <laughs> it. That's all you need. You can actually, 
You can you can read like the first three and then skip to the last three and you pretty much got the whole series. Yeah. It's so predictable. After the yeah, like I read yeah. the first three books and then I was like, okay. And I was like, who's gonna die next book? And I guessed. And then I was like, that person died. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna die in the next book? I guessed it. Okay, mm-hmm. I know this book too well now. And then I was just yeah. like, bye. <laughs> you really can. Like the first I... the first two or three are great and the last couple are okay, but at least you finished the series. Yeah, but Oh man, yeah. I started the first book and I remember at some point he's talking about somebody's clothes for like 40 minutes it feels like and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna pass it's a, it's a no for me sorry yeah. guys moraine jam and dread is one of the most beautiful ace i so of course you have to have so he's got to describe her blue clothes pages. for like three chapters okay? i know not to mention that it was the magic system feels a little sexist to me um what i know wild <laughs> You mean how man magic is cursed and evil and only one guy can do it without going crazy? Yeah. 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 A little little weird. Did you guys read The Power, speaking of? I did read The Power. I hated The Power. I hated it too. Okay, good. (laughs) We should read that one next. That's that's the book where the women have developed some, like, electrical current in their hands that can, Mm. like, shock people. Yeah. And so basically... So they've but, taken over society. Yeah, so yeah. they become the now the abusers. It's right. I I feel like it's pretty happy. You've got, uh, you've oh, got they to make the enemy a, now. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do that, you have to make a point with it. You have to show a change, not just that. Like, okay, by the way, everybody sucks. And like, if women had, were stronger, they would just be the same, same assholes as everybody else. Like, I felt like that was all we were saying with it. Is that yeah. everybody who is on top is going to be an asshole? And I was like, mm, yeah. okay, yeah. Do we need a book on that though? You know, no, I didn't. It's also vilifying <laughs> women again. It's by a woman. It's by a woman. Oh, so proud. We will be back with our hopefully much less downer because we've had like I don't know four books in a row that have just been real heavy. The yeah. only one that wasn't a downer was the one we disliked the most, Howl's Moving yeah. Castle. So, <laughs> which I was like, man, I regret choosing that. It was a downer and, in another way. And yet, and yet was probably the most, yeah, the most I think relaxing. it was the most viewed episode. <laughs> it, is, it was a really relaxing talk, I yeah, would say. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but join us next time for The Prey of Gods. And thanks for joining us.